0: Hello and welcome to The Budget Mouse, a podcast that will help you have an incredible Walt Disney World vacation, even if you're on a shoestring budget. I'm Leah Altheiser, creator of the websites The Budget Mouse and The Frugal South. I visit Disney World many times each year and have tons of tricks for doing Disney on the cheap. I want you to have the incredible vacation you deserve, so I'm sharing all of my tricks with you on my sites and here in the podcast. In this episode, we're talking to our travel agent, Sierra, about her trip to Disney World in July 2020. again everyone and welcome to episode 58 as you may know i have been on hiatus from the podcast And that was basically because I needed to regroup in my business. So this podcast is just one part of many things that I do for my business, which is my full time job and pays the bills here. So I needed to kind of regroup and make a plan for how I was going to do that in the age of coronavirus, when basically all income related to my Disney content was gone. So I've been doing lots of recipes and DIY on my other site, The Frugal Side. So thank you for listening and bearing with me as I took a break from the podcast, but I am back and I'm excited to share this interview with Sierra Dizer, who is our incredible travel agent for the Budget Mouse. She is also an admin of the Budget Mouse Facebook group with me and she books all of the trips for folks in the Facebook group and through my website. So I strongly encourage you to use her for any trip that you're planning in the future, whether that be a last minute trip for this year or planning for the future uh, 2021 and even beyond. And I truly think that after you hear her report from what her experience was at Disney World that you're going to want to go. It even surprised me. I have a trip planned at the end of October and I'm a little lukewarm about it. But honestly, after I heard her experience there with her family, I am so excited to go. As you will hear, it is not all negatives there. There are many positives to traveling there during this era. I have put a link in the show notes to the form you can use to get in touch with Sierra about getting her help in planning a trip. Or you can just go to thebudgetmouse.com slash quote, Q-U-O-T-E. With no further ado, here is the interview, you know. Um, well, thank you for talking to me today and
1: absolutely I'm excited being
0: back on the podcast been a while. I know and I really want to hear how your trip was just like the overall impressions and I think that's what most people want to know right now is like is it magical is it worth going um, what's it going to be like because it seems to be so different so what was
1: your overall impression? I mean, was, did it still feel like Disney World? It did. We honestly had the best time. So I went by myself with my two kids, um, just the three of us. We usually try and go once, just the three of us in the summer. Um, Daddy stays home and works and usually does a golf trip. And so the kids and I do Disney. Um... And we actually had an absolutely magical time. We loved it. We all had fun. Um, obviously we all had to wear the masks and I was a little concerned because I had been taking my three-year-old to Target just to kind of practice with the mask and keeping our hands to ourselves because I felt like that, like she needed that prep work, I guess. Um, Because, you know, we hadn't left the house. My son hadn't been in school. And so I'm just going to take her on an airplane, expect her to leave the mask on, not touch it, and then walk around all day in a theme park and not touch the mask. So the trips to, you know, the grocery store and Target were okay. but we have tried a few different masks, yeah. and actually, for some reason, she loves the ones with the ear loops. We've tried the net gaiters. Mm-hmm. Um, We had even tried the ones that tied around her, thinking that would be more comfortable. Yeah. And finally, the regular ones with the elastic ear loops, she loved it. We got some Disney ones. My mother in law actually sewed her a little Anna and Elsa one. She nice. loved it. She was so proud of it. Um, and she did really great, and that—that that was, I think, my biggest concern was, what if my three-year-old yeah. can't do the math? I think that's can't do the
0: parks. <laughs> I think that's everyone's biggest concern, honestly. From everything that I read, is they're like, gosh, are my kids going to be able to hack it in the masks?
1: Honestly, it went far better than I expected. And like, is that it? Even went better because I really was. It was important to me that we practiced. So we yeah. have been practicing at the grocery store for, um probably maybe the end of May, like our official stay at home order got lifted. Um, and once that stay at home got lifted, then it was like, okay, you know, we'll make once a week trips out to the grocery store or something. And then, you know, we would try and I would even practice, you know, holding our hands together so we don't touch everything on the shelf that we look at so that, you know, we're not touching every queue space and (laughs) and the ride vehicles and all of that. And, um, (laughs) sorry they're supposed to be playing outside and now they're gonna come in (laughs) (laughs) of course they are Right.
0: well Um, that's good I'm glad that the masks weren't such an issue I think people were really concerned about like uh and and how were they comfort wise like I have seen that people are tending to prefer the like disposable paper ones in terms of comfort but you guys did the cloth like a sewn cloth mask all day huh
1: we did, and like I said, we'd actually bought the net gators and we're hoping to use those because they—they they truly are so much cooler, just breathability. Huh. Yeah. Um, but the, they're not allowed. Disney updated right. that between when they opened the hotels and when they opened the theme parks. Right. Yeah. Um, net gators are not allowed, so we did just the fabric um, masks with the ear loops, and honestly, it was far better than I expected. I, you know, just going to the grocery store I was like, oh, this is hot. This is uncomfortable. But I feel like especially at Disney, for the most part, you're in and out of the rides and the attractions. The majority of them are air conditioned. Mm -hmm. And even the ones with the outdoor queues like um, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, they have the big fans scattered throughout. So I mean, you're getting that blast of cooler air anyways, and you can always stop and get a drink if you stop at a bench or they have relaxation stations scattered throughout all four parks.
0: Good. Talk to us about like the rules. So I know that it's, you have to be sitting down and actively drinking or eating in order to take your mask off. You can't like stroll around sipping out
1: of a cup or something and be like, oh, I'm drinking. Right. Correct. Well, and that's where I, I guess, man, so I didn't, my first day in the parks was July 21st. Obviously, they started reopening 10 days earlier on July 11th. And apparently the first couple of days that was a loophole people figured out was, as long as I'm eating and drinking, I can take my mask off. So I'm going to grab a Starbucks and walk around the park without my mask. And oh, I'm drinking so I can do that. Right. Disney caught on and then adjusted the rules. So you must be stationary while eating and drinking yeah. to remove the mask. That's good. And you, Like you said, you do have to be actively eating or drinking. Um, obviously, if you're within, you know, a quick service restaurant or uh, obviously a table service restaurant as well, remove the mask as soon as you're seated. You can keep it off. Enjoy your meal. Enjoy your time and break there. Um, but like if you're just, you know, stopping at, on a park bench or at a relaxation station, they do ask that you be um, eating or drinking to have the mask off but they do have it socially distanced. Like I said, they have locations in all of the parks where you're welcome to do that. Or, um, if you just find a park bench, there were people that would just stop on a bench, remove the mask, take their drink of water. Um, and it makes a big difference. It really does to, you know, keep you cool, keep you hydrated. The masks do get hot. Obviously it's summer in Florida. The heat index was over a hundred most days. So it is important that you do remember to take those time for breaks.
0: Yeah. And how many relaxation areas were there like in magic kingdom, for example, roughly magic
1: kingdom, I believe has three. They oh, know good. they have one at Tomorrowland Terrace. So where they had the happily ever after dessert parties. Cool. Yeah. That whole area is a relaxation station. That's a big
0: area. So that's it good. Is.
1: It is. It's nice. It's plenty of space. And then it's all, you know, real tables, chairs, And because you're under the overhang, you aren't as exposed. So if it's raining or a warmer day, it's a lot more comfortable there. Um, And then they had, I'm trying to think. It's okay if you don't know where they were. I just wondered,
0: was there just one per park or were they scattered around? I would say
1: there's at least three per park. They are scattered. um, So you definitely have options there. And You can almost always, relatively easy, get to one no matter where you are within a parks because there are multiple. Nice. I feel like Disney's doing such a
0: good job of making it as enjoyable as possible for everyone.
1: They are. and I mean, between the temperature checks to be able to get in, the social distancing, the masks, I really did feel safe and comfortable. I wasn't concerned. You yeah. know, being there, taking my kids and what we were being exposed to because, I mean, they are taking so many precautions to keep guests both safe and even comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Comfort too.
0: Obviously, you're not going to have much fun if you're miserable. <laughs> right. so, uh, so another thing I've been seeing a lot of is that wait times are really
1: reasonable. They are. So almost everything, the, the queue keeps moving. Um, Obviously, there are no fast passes right now. The fast pass um, space in some places has been used for additional queue space. And so the lines almost always keep moving and they are marked on the ground, whether it's indoor or outdoor queues, they're constantly marked with your six feet of spacing. Wow, that
0: sounds so great. I hate being so crammed into The like cute you people know who don't yeah. shower, yeah,
1: after a long day in the parks like everybody's right on top yeah. of you that is all gone, so it's actually really really nice <laughs> gotta look on the bright side I mean there are a lot that of pluses is. to this <laughs> uh, actually I do agree, and mm-hmm. it was kind of fun for my three year old okay, let's find your next spot and so you know she's yeah. looking on the ground and okay, and so I mean some of them are much more than six feet apart because depending on how the queue is set up um, on certain spaces um, where you you really can't avoid each other, and they have the lines like the, the zigzag right next to each other. Oh, yeah. They did install like plexiglass plastic. Oh cool. Between the queues there and others, they'll actually skip rows. So like you'll fill in a whole line, and then there won't be any social distancing markers for you to stand in the row next to you. So you'll have to wait for that whole, you know, next area to clear, and then you'll go so that you're still keeping your distance. So oh, that's clever! I knew they would be so the little smart. ones occupied. Like, okay, let's watch. Let's keep you know our next space. Where's your next space to move? And yeah. and it keeps them busy in the relatively yeah. short lines as well, so that you know the. 10-15 minutes you might wait you're pretty much walking and okay let's you know move to our next spot and wow. then you're there and on the and on the attraction that is
0: really fun now i know on some of the attractions they're leaving like every other ride vehicle open on some they're yeah. doing everyone because it's spaced out anyway like peter pan's flight is like already spaced out six feet apart yeah. so yeah, that's cool all kinds of things they're figuring out
1: Yeah. I mean, they had, we weren't close to anybody on any of the attractions or anything. Um, on the Kilimanjaro Safari ride vehicles, if you haven't seen a picture of those, Uh -uh. they've installed almost like plastic tarps in between every row. They still didn't even fill every row on our vehicle. Um, but they have that between as dividers between so that I guess in theory they could fill every row. Can you see Um, through them? Yep, they're clear plastic, completely yeah. clear packed. Oh, nice. I have a picture if you want me to send it to you. You can even yeah, put it in the show notes. I would. I will. Yeah. I'll
0: put it at least on the Facebook group and um, somewhere. I can put it in the blog post that's connected to this podcast episode, too, so people can see. Um, yeah, they're just, you know, I know so much thought went into the process of reopening and how to keep people safe and s- still keep the magic. So, was it weird not being able to see the cast members' faces and stuff? I mean, that's the thing with the
1: mask wearing is I feel like I can't read people as well. Um, not really. A lot of the cast members actually are wearing face masks and face shields. Oh, wow. Um, just to keep everybody safe. I mean, they're still in their costumes. So, I mean, otherwise they still look completely as they always have. Yes, um, good. But I, I feel like, you can almost still see it in their eyes. They they seem so happy and grateful to be yeah, back to work. Absolutely. They, they want to be there. They want us as the guests to be there and they want us to enjoy it and have a good time. And I think just in their attitude and their interactions, it's so visible that they want that magic for their guests still. And they're so happy and kind to offer that to us. Yay. I know. Bless them. Yay for
0: being there. Now um, tell us about the character, special character things going on because you can't meet and greet with the characters at this point because obviously that would involve like the kids hugging them and getting autographs and touching things and what have you. But from what I've seen, there's still a lot of character presence in the parks.
1: I loved characters. I thought that was probably the most magical part. I thought it was awesome. How neat. Um, (laughs) We saw characters in all of the parks, and some of the parks had um, some more unique characters. So I definitely thought Magic Kingdom was most plentiful with characters. Mm -hmm. So they have Mickey and Minnie and Donald and Daisy and Pluto coming out on a little... um, I don't think we're supposed to call it a parade float, but it's essentially a parade float that they bring them through um, quite frequently. And so they come out in Frontierland and they come through all the way down Main Street and exit the end of Main Street. And there's music, there's um, performers that actually dance and move along with it. Nice. Um, and that's a lot of fun. That's constantly coming out. We've seen the princesses both on again parade floats coming down that route, and also up at the top of the train station. Who oh, neat? Um, we saw Gaston out talking to guests outside of Enchanted Tales with Belle. The attraction isn't open right now, but Gaston was out talking with people. <laughs> Um, we've seen Anastasia and Drizella mic'd up talking to guests on the top of Cinderella Castle on the backside, oh, like outside funny. of the restaurant. Oh, I love they're them. They're hilarious talking about how somebody ne- else needed to pull the sword out of the stone because they needed some new leadership. The mice <laughs> were out of control in the kingdom. And so <laughs> they wanted to get somebody else in there. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're always a great time and obviously you can't see them at 1900 Park Fair right now. So it's a lot of fun to see them. Um Hollywood Studios is doing a character cavalcade as well. They have a couple different ones. so they have one with the Pixar characters, where you can see Edna Mode, The Incredibles, um, Woody and Jesse, and Buzz Lightyear. Um, Buzz and Edna Mode are on cars. They have one with Mickey and Minnie and friends. And then they also have a Disney Junior one. So if you have little ones, you can still see the Disney Junior characters. Sounds awesome. Nancy walks out first. And then you have Doc McStuffins and Vampirina following behind in cars that they've decorated um, Chevy Camaros to kind of match the theming of the characters. So they're (laughs) really cute. And they play the music. Um, And so that's a lot of fun. Epcot has done, we've seen a couple different, character cavalcades there as well. We've seen Mickey and Friends, and we've also seen the princesses. And then we also saw Winnie the Pooh and Joy both out in the garden area. And so with them, because they're kind of just wandering in the gardens, you can still stop and take a selfie or, you know, have somebody else take your picture on the opposite side of the fence or the gate, and you can oh. still have the character behind you. Obviously, it's not they're they're more than their six feet in distance. Yeah, um, but you can still get character pictures, and that's a lot of fun.
0: I like that. I saw the picture you posted of Winnie the Pooh like walking around in the grass at
1: Epcot and like and waving. He and, has so a little cute. butterfly net, and he's out trying to catch <laughs> butterflies. Which how fun is that? I mean, I love that's that. something you would never see no. in the parks any other time. And so it's really fun to kind of see those differences. I think um, it's a
0: great. I mean, if you're a regular visitor. Right. And um, this is just a different experience of Disney World, right? Like, And, and like you said, it's probably never going to be a chance to see this again. This is a yeah. chance to go. Um, I'm going at the end of October and um, I'm looking forward to it. So where did you stay on this trip?
1: So I stayed at Pop Century.
0: I love Pop Century. And what was the experience like at the hotel?
1: so hotel had the same protocols. Um, we actually didn't have to have a temperature check to enter the hotel. That was, um, one difference between that and the theme parks, but did have to have the mask on at all times, walking through the lobby, everything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, we got to ride the Skyliner Skyliner is up and running. It's amazing to get to Epcot and Hollywood studios. So super big perk of staying at pop century. Yeah. (laughs) You don't have to rely on those buses, but, um, hotel room was super clean they even had the tv remote like in a plastic bag that had been sanitized nice um, so we we felt very safe and clean there with all of that um you I really
0: I was just going to say I really like the resorts that where you enter the room from the outside where there's no like hallways and and stuff where people tend to get congested and there's a lot of people so i mean it, I switched my resort to Old Key West for October for that reason we were going to stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge and I was like, that's just a lot of like hallways and like inside spaces and I'd like to say some more words. hallways. Right. Exactly. (laughs) And I was like, I would like to just be somewhere I'm outside all the time. So like Pop Century is a great one and we're staying at Old Key West where you enter the units all from the outside. So um, that's just things to think about if you're looking for really to be at ease and not worry about exposure and be comfortable like think about those resorts where you the moderates I guess what moderates are open now so Caribbean
1: Beach I believe opened yesterday okay and and Coronado was Coronado Springs open so Coronado is hosting the NBA so Ah. they are open but not to the public yeah cool Okay. And then, so, and then the beach. cabins at Fort Wilderness are open and available. They are technically considered a moderate over yeah. at the campgrounds, yeah. which I know Leah loves as well. I do. I love the campground.
0: Cool. Well that's what I expected at the hotel that it would be, you know, same. And I've stayed at hotels recently. Um, and my main thing was like um, concerns about the hallways and then the elevators. So um, did they have signage up? Did you have to ride the elevators?
1: Uh-huh. We did. So we were on the second floor and because I had my three-year-old, I did have a stroller. So yeah. um, we did ride the elevator. There are, there's actually a hand sanitizer right outside of the elevator. So you Ooh, can nice. wash your hands, touching the buttons um, every floor. Um, And there is a sign that asks that you limit it to no more than four people and no more than one party per ride. So they really discourage you from having an elevator with other families.
0: Yeah, that's what happened at the first time we went to a hotel here in North Carolina. And like everyone wanted to jump on the elevator with us. And we're like, no, no, thank you. Wow. Uh, don't mean to be rude but why don't you just wait your turn <laughs> so yeah so uh, people,
1: yeah, yeah no they're catching on to it that. yes <laughs> yeah no I, we didn't have any trouble with that and I mean really people were compliant Good. for the most part guests seemed to be very gracious and understanding about it and you know, you, you just wait for your next turn on the elevator and, and it's all part of it. I feel like for the most part, people have those expectations. If you're visiting right now, things are different. Yes. And so you'll have to adjust, you know, how you visit the parks and. Good. So um, did you take Magical Express? I did. How was that? Same thing. Social distancing. Um, okay. they actually on Magical Express are leaving two rows of seats open between parties.
0: And did you have to wear your masks on the we did. Yep.
1: Yeah. Okay. And then, and then the same for the buses going to the parks. Are yep, there like s- Okay. Same thing with social distancing. So, yes. depending on the bus, most of the buses seem to have room for 5 to 6 families. Okay. Um and like the back half of the bus has the upstairs like you have the two steps to get up. Mhm. And so for those because depending on how the bus some they have like the aisle that goes down the middle and they have the seats that are like next to each other and others, it's almost like a U shaped seat. Right. They do have dividers up there so they they can split that between families as well. So they have big like metal plastic dividers. there, So that, and they're all numbered. So when you board a bus, you get a number. So your group, seats number one number two number three and the seats are marked and then there's seats in between even around the dividers that are marked do not use not available so say you had a larger party of say six or eight guests you had grandma and grandpa with you you have multiple kids you may end up with two groups of seats to split between
0: Assigned seating on the buses. What? (laughs) I
1: love it. (laughs) There's nobody standing and falling on top of you. There's no crazy, you know, packed buses anymore. Again, a huge positive. That's a really nice change. I
0: know. I would be like, where is my assigned seat on the bus? I'm number four. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. yes, Oh, they really, I didn't know any of this. So I'm learning a lot too. And I'm sure my listeners will learn a lot. It's fascinating. Hang with us for a quick ad break. This episode of the Budget Mouse Podcast is brought to you by my online course, Disney World Made Easy, that will help you plan a trip to Walt Disney World without the overwhelm. I virtually hold your hand and walk you through planning a Disney World vacation with seven video lessons, and each has a printable as well. The lessons are delivered every day through your email for a week so you can pace yourself and learn everything you need to know to plan a Disney World vacation without feeling completely confused and overwhelmed. And my podcast listeners can save 40% off the regular price of the course, which is $28, by entering the promo code PODCAST, all in capital letters, at checkout. You can learn more about the course at thebudgetmouse.com course. Now back to the show. Um, so what about dining? Like, um, did you do mostly quick service? Did you have any reservations and like, what were the menus? Like, are they modified?
1: And tell us about your dining experience. So obviously they don't have dining plans, which Mm -hmm. I've done both. And if we're going to eat in the parks, i much prefer to have a dining plan because it, as most people know, can be quite expensive to eat in the parks. So we did adjust our reservations somewhat accordingly, Um, with not having a dining plan anymore, but I did make sure to go do the Garden Grill because it's the only character dining in any of the parks right now. Right. And then the only other one is Topolino's Terrace or are there any others No, That's breakfast at Riviera right now with characters. Um, Garden Grill is doing lunch and dinner. Okay, nice. What was that like? It was, food was phenomenal. And I actually really liked how they did the setup at Garden Grill. So if you're familiar with the restaurant and have been there, there's two levels of seating. I know Leah will know what I'm talking about. Yes. And so the restaurant rotates on the bottom. And so they actually have the whole second level portion blocked off. Nobody is sitting up there. And that's where the characters come around. Oh, so smart. So they come Gosh. and they, you know, oh. I don't want to say like, we'll hang over your table, yeah. but they stand right behind your table to talk to you. And so you can get pictures with the characters, again, at a distance, but without your mask on. Oh, nice. Which is a huge perk there because at at that point, you're really no different than it always has been as far as your character pictures. I love that.
0: I didn't know that they were doing that. That's wonderful. Wow, that's going to be a coveted reservation.
1: It is. And they've eliminated breakfast, but the, I mean, the food at Garden Grill is phenomenal. I love the food. I would eat that every day. (laughs) It is flank steak. It is turkey. It is these buttery mashed potatoes, green beans, a corn and lima bean mix. It is Mm, phenomenal. And then the cake for dessert. Oh, so good. (laughs) I promise you will love the food and the characters are just an extra bonus on top of it. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes. Wonderful. So you did that. Did you do any other table service?
1: Yep. Oh, and then I did want to mention they are giving character autograph cards. Oh, cool. little like postcards for the mm-hmm. kids so that they have something because they obviously can't sign autograph books for the time being. So right. you do leave with that in hand as well. That's um, awesome. We did do a few other um, table service meals. We did Liberty Tree Tavern at Magic Kingdom just to kind of give us another sit down there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and that one served family style. all You can eat to the table so that the food's always really good, especially the ooey gooey toffee cake.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh.
1: Delicious dessert. <laughs> so good. Um, we ate at Planet Hollywood at Disney Springs. I was a little bit concerned um, with how busy Disney Springs was going to be. It just happened to be that we were having dinner there on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted a reservation there with social distancing, tables being marked off. I was really concerned about what quick service would look like. Yeah. Because they're really. Aren't limits technically on Disney Springs attendance, like there are the theme parks. Mm. So they are still temperature screening and they have the social distancing as far as you know getting into stores and tables at your at your restaurants. Um, but there can still be a lot of people at Disney Springs, especially on your Friday and Saturday nights. So yes. we did um Planet Hollywood for dinner. Food was actually really good. Um, mm. I know a lot of times it gets mixed reviews, but I had a pasta dish. My kids had um my daughter had spaghetti and my son had the chicken and everybody's food is really good. Um, and it was relatively reasonably priced as far as Disney dining goes. So that was another big plus. (laughs) I haven't been there in years. I hadn't been since they redid it mm-hmm. and they had like painted it all black and everything. I mean, inside, you know, still has some of the movie memorabilia and they have the big TVs. Our table actually like had a TV inside of it, which my kids thought was like the coolest thing. And how can we get one at our house? And <laughs> oh, <laughs> so gosh, they really impressed. No. my daughter just didn't understand like why she couldn't turn the channel because it was music videos. And she's like, well, mm-hmm. I don't want to watch this, but it's <laughs> <That's> cute. <laughs> um,
0: Good. What kind of quick service did you do?
1: So the big thing with quick service is I highly, highly recommend mobile ordering. Definitely. So I mean, we, I do that
0: anyway, regardless. And, <laughs> and that's what, you know, they've
1: offered it and you know, if it's a, if it's been available, it's great. You don't have to wait in the line, yeah. but almost all of the locations are pushing quick service or pushing mobile order. I guess if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if you mobile order, you have to show that your order's ready to be allowed into the location. Hmm. So we did um, everything pop, the food court at the Pop Century Hotel. We did Cosmic Rays. We did Pecos Bills. We did Pizza Rizzo. Hmm. We did. I love all those um, places. Yeah, we did Restaurantosaurus at Animal Kingdom. Cool. Um,
0: So I have a good blog post that's really detailed about how a mobile order works. And I assume it's probably working the same way.
1: Yep. Mobile order works the same way, but okay, like good. I said, it is so important right now. Yeah. There is typically one register open, wow. if that, for people who are not using mobile order. Yeah. So you will wait in a very, very long line to eat if you do not take advantage of mobile order. So yes. definitely check out that blog post. Make yeah, sure I'm going to link to in do it in the notes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it will make all the difference. And go ahead and do that, you know, 15, 20 minutes before you plan to eat because you'll have to select your arrival window and depending on how busy the locations are, you may not get a time within the next, you know, few minutes. Oh, that is and different. So,
0: you don't, you didn't have to do that in the past, um, select what time you're going to pick it up.
1: Yep. So what it is, is it'll give you a time and if, if the location isn't busy, it'll give you a half hour window. It'll say, um, so say right now it's 12 o'clock PM. It'll say now to 1230. Okay. Or say it's 12 o'clock and they're really busy. It may tell you your window doesn't open till 1230 to one or one to 130, or it can be in between. There could be, you know, 1220 to 1250. It's
0: like picking up my groceries at the grocery store. You have to pick a time to come and pick them up. (laughs)
1: Yes. You have your time slot. And then once that time window opens, then you go to the location and there's a little button that will say, I'm here, prepare my order. So you'll click that. And then once your order's ready, you'll have the location. It'll give you a pickup number because there's different, you know, windows Mm -hmm. counters for you to pick up at all the locations. And then you'll Once you have that your order is ready at a pickup window, then you'll show a cast member and be allowed to enter the restaurant. They're not allowing you to enter before your order is ready to keep social distancing. They don't want a bunch of people crowded together waiting for their food. It just sounds
0: so organized.
1: I it love it. Really <laughs> As someone who appreciates organization and structure. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Disney has done this so well far out, taking Good. care of the guests. It takes a little bit of advanced planning to, you uh-huh. know, make sure you do the mobile order, but I mean, walking up, getting your food, going right to a table not having to, you know, search around for that and wait mm-hmm. for that. It's really nice. Mm.
0: It all sounds really nice to be honest. Like I would definitely that I mean the major negative of all of this is just wearing a mask, right? right. I mean, everything else is like a positive to me. <laughs> I mean, I like granted it. not being able to get up close with the characters and stuff and, you know, there's the no fireworks and and what have you, no parades and fireworks and stuff or shows. I mean, there are certain attractions that are clearly not operating, right? Because they are shows or are they still?
1: Well, so it, it depends on the attraction. For yeah. example, Mickey's Fill Her magic at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Still operating. They mm-hmm. have every other row marked off. And they okay. have in the rows that are open only four seats at a, in a row. I I guess is the best way to say it. Yeah. Are available. So they have four seats and then they have seats blocked off. So if you have a party of more than four people, you actually will essentially split into two parties for seating at shows like that. Well, that's fine though. And right, absolutely. And the shows, I mean, even still with the social distancing, they still don't even completely fill the theater because you also have to social distance in the queue to get your glasses and all of that. So, I mean, people are not right on top of you. So you do still have some of that, but like your theater shows, the frozen sing-along show, the beauty and the beast show at Hollywood studios, um, the Disney junior show, Indiana Jones, none of those are operating right now. Right.
0: But but the movies like um the three D four D movies they still are is a bug's life or tough sorry tough to be a bug
1: still going. I didn't do that one. My daughter oh. and I are not a fan of bugs crawling <laughs> under our butts, so we often skip that. Movie. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I don't like Me that really? part,
0: but I like the show. <laughs> it's funny the stink bug. and oh. oh, I like that show. I just, I do yeah. know. I just watch the people around me and their reactions. Cause like, I'd love it. So they have them. no idea what's coming. Yeah. Yeah. I want to relive sorry, it. A spoil alert. If you haven't done it's tough oh, to be a bug. We probably just
1: ruined it for you.
0: No, no, no. Oh, just, I don't know. Maybe I'll put an alert into the podcast and say, don't listen. If you want to be surprised, <laughs> you want to be surprised. <laughs> spoiler <laughs> ahead. <laughs> nope. Sorry. We're just going to spoil it for you. Um, well, that is wonderful. But yeah, I mean, all of this sounds for the most part positive. Yes, there are negatives. And yes, I mean, there is inherent risk. Like Disney makes it clear that going to any place where there are lots of people carries with it the risk. Right. Um, But they're doing everything possible to mitigate the risk. And I think what we're seeing now at this point, because this is, you know, the end of July, is that it is definitely possible to stay safe if everyone follows the rules. Right. If everyone wears a mask if everyone social distances, then nobody gets
1: sick. It's wonderful, right? Absolutely. And the Orange so, County Task Force did come out um, this week at their one of their meetings and confirmed that the parks had been open more than two weeks. And there, as of now, knock on wood, at this point, there has not been any cases traced back or linked to any of the wow. theme parks, including Universal, SeaWorld, all of the Orlando theme parks.
0: Yeah. I mean, and time will tell if there will be more. But, but really, I mean, what we're seeing is that if –
1: Everyone follows
0: all of the rules that are in place that we have figured out at this point how to keep people safe. We just need everyone to do it, right? And I think if Absolutely. you've gone to all the trouble to go to Disney World, to spend all the money to travel and everything, you're probably going to follow the rules, right? Because you want to be there.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. And on that note, there are cast members making sure that you are following the rules. Yeah. Yeah. Good. My daughter sometimes, if she got excited and would talk, her mask would start to slip just to the bottom of her nose. cast members would notice that and come up and ask me to please pull her mask back up. She wow. was just excited and talking, and they are constantly watching you to make sure that you are compliant, you are following the rules and keeping everyone safe yeah it's wonderful, so- good I mean, I mean, I guess you it might seem
0: intense to people like but Yep. It's required. Like, it, they have to be that intense because it's your health and well-being on the line. And, like, Disney's whole brand is about, you know, ha- the happiest place and the safest place and the one- most wonderful place, though. Of course, they want everyone to be safe.
1: Right. And so, you know, the, the better this goes, yeah. the sooner we'll be able to get those nighttime right. fireworks back, the daily parades. and. Right more of the attractions, you know, open again and character dining and all those experiences that we've always known and loved at Disney.
0: Yeah, because they'll figure out a way to do it safely, right? Like they have with this stuff at this point. Okay, well,
1: thank you so much for sharing your experience. Is there anything
0: else that I missed to ask you about?
1: I don't know. I've had a couple emails and it's like, I, there's so much I can say. Like you got to tell me where you want me to go with this because there's so much information. I
0: learned so much though. I learned so much about the protocols and the what's in place there. I mean, I didn't know any of that. And that's the kind of like, you have to talk to someone who's physically there. Like it just came back. It's fresh in your mind. So
1: (laughs) I mean, obviously the online check-in has always been available. It is more important now. They are asking all guests if at all possible. I mean, you can still check in at the front desk, but they're strongly encouraging you to do that on the app. When you do the online check-in, it does give you the option to either decline mouse mouse keeping altogether Mm -hmm. if you don't want anyone coming in and out of your room for your safety or they do offer it every other day Okay. as far as towel changes. Um, they are still doing a safety check, so they can still come in, and a lot of times they'll empty trash if you have trash in the room. Nice. Um, but you can always you know, let them know if you don't want them touching your things, making the bed, touching your towels, things like that.
0: Yeah, great. I like that. Well, I can't think of anything else, but thank you again for taking the time to be on. I think people are going to learn a lot and hopefully be encouraged to go. I mean, that's, that's the idea is like, do not be deterred. I mean, it, it just depends on what kind of visitor you are. If you're like looking for the trip of a lifetime and you want the full effect, like you should probably wait, but if you're okay with everything that you have described and you want the benefit of less waiting right? because you're there
1: for rides, it's amazing. a great time to be in the parks because yes. you can do so many attractions. Oh Even without the fast pass, you are accomplishing so much in a right. short amount of time. That
0: is so appealing to me, like to not have to deal with the weights and the strategy. I mean, you can be more spontaneous, right? Right, right. You
1: don't have to plan your trip no. 6, 8, 12 months out no. if I mean, you, you want you can't. to plan a last minute summer <laughs> vacation, an early yeah. fall vacation you can. Yeah. If you're comfortable Mm -hmm. traveling, don't have underlying health conditions. It's a great time to be in the parks. Yes. Good. Well, thank you, Sierra. Thanks for having me. If anybody has questions, let us know.
0: Thanks so much for listening, everyone. You can find me on either of my websites, thefrugalsouth.com or thebudgetmouse.com. Just leave a comment and I will get back to you there. You can email me directly if you'd like. It's Leah, L-E-A-H, at thebudgetmouse.com. You can find me on Facebook in the Budget Mouse Facebook group. Just search for The Budget Mouse on Facebook, ask to join, and an admin will add you to the group. I'm also on Instagram at the budget mouse and Pinterest as well. So thanks again and have a magical day.